0: We are going
1: for liftoff in T-minus 30. What the heck? Welcome to the Social Media Sales, Sex, and Why You Don't Suck podcast. Wow, that was a mouthful. That's what she said. (laughs) But really, we are so excited to give you the best sales and social media strategies to be the queen of your business. And make relationship building sexy again and not suck as an entrepreneur. Hi, I'm Chrissy, the Visibility Queen. And I'm Nellie, the Sales Queen. And together we have over 22 years of experience of what to do and what not to do. Wah, wah, wah. So without further ado, let's get this party started. Let's do it. you buy your ticket for Queen Con yet? No. What are you waiting for? I don't know. When is it? It's Thursday, November 5th, and Friday, November 6th. You have to be there. Every person that has a business should be there. Why? Why? Because it's going to be the most bomb.com two days of your life that is going to highly impact your business with networking, with learning, and most importantly, implementing. Take my money. (laughs) Did I sell you? Yes. QueenCon Columbus, get your tickets before they go up and we're actually hosting. So Chrissy has her ticket. I do. So we can't wait to see you and go to QueenConColumbus.com to grab your ticket for you and your business bestie. We can't wait to see you there. Bye. Wait, don't buy. Listen to the episode. We press record i know i'm good we're recording i thought you already said we were recording it's like my palms are sweaty like i know what to do but i'm like okay like, it's like the eminem the, song the time time has, are yeah the time has arrived and we are here welcome to the social media sales sex and why you don't suck podcast that is a mouthful on purpose you're welcome <laughs> My name is Nellie Corvo, and I am known as the Sales Queen. And my name is Chrissy Connor, and I am known as the Visibility Queen. And we are so glad that you're listening. We always try to over-deliver, and so we thought a podcast would be a great way to have some amazing content for you to listen on the go, because we know that you're busy, and you want to grow your business, and you want to have amazing life. And so we thought we would start by letting you know our love story. I'm calling it a love story, Chrissy. What are you calling it? A fairy tale? A fairy tale? Can it be both? It can be both. Okay. So so we <laughs> met online.
0: True story. Yeah.
1: I swiped right for Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually met through a mutual friend. I was looking for a virtual assistant and I was referred to Chrissy, and so we met online. We said, hello. We set up our first date at Starbucks. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. So we met at Starbucks, and I asked you a lot of questions, and I even remember you saying, oh, I charge $15 an hour. (laughs) And I remember, what? That is so, that's a little too cheap. Right. (laughs) And then I saw the work that you did for us, and I was just blown away with your work ethic and your creativity and how you always just showed up, I knew I could always count on you. Aww. I know. I'm saying my (laughs) vows to you. Um, That's so sweet. (laughs) It's been love at first sight. And so we met through a coffee date and we started professionally working together. Do you want to take us through the next part?
0: When I was still working for you or when I started using you as my coach like which part are you talking about so there's a couple don't forget
1: the most important part oh which is when we went to vegas
0: okay so what happens in vegas doesn't stay in vegas always so we slept together for the first time (laughs) in vegas true story it wasn't a very big bed either
1: no did we spoon um i can't remember
0: i know I don't even know if we, if we changed into different clothes. After. And we
1: were still very, we didn't know each other that well when we went to Vegas. So we went to Vegas with a group of girls to go see Britney Spears. But I feel like that was a huge pivotal moment for us on a personal level. Cause I feel like yeah. we had such a good time to like get to know each other and have memories and talk. And I remember you waking up at the ass crack of dawn and pulling out your laptop of like, who is this chick? Like she's, some things never change. Some <laughs> things never change. Um, so yeah, we cuddled together. So get your mind out of the gutter. We both have husbands. So, but it really was, it was a, a moment for us to take our relationship to the next level, which was awesome. And then I actually transitioned out of my old job, but took Chrissy with me. <laughs> so I was like, I need logos. We need to do all of these things. And then I remember Chrissy right after I had my daughter was like, so can I hire you as my coach? Which I remember that moment. I was like, she wants to hire me? Like what?
0: Actually take a step back. Okay. Cause I was thinking about the mentorship group. That's right. And then I didn't do it. And then I had major FOMO.
1: You had major FOMO.
0: Like it was so bad, and I was like, I totally should have done the mentorship group. And Uh, that happens to me
1: all the time when I see offers on things. I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I go to the sales page, and then they retarget me, and then I see it again and again and again. And I go to the sales page again, and then the doors close, and I have what you what you just said, FOMO, all the time, all the time. Yeah, but I
0: think I knew too that my. Business was at a standstill and I knew I needed to grow. So I am glad, hindsight, that I got you one on one because yeah. I love the individualized attention.
1: Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Whether it's personally or professionally? When it's like and I think that's why we like to get our hair done because it's all about us, right? We're in the chair and they're taking care of us. The same is true about things in your business. Like right. when something's all about you it feels good and that way you can also go back out and be the best for your clients so it's actually not selfish i think so we have consistently talked every single week for what almost friday at 7 a.m i know 7 a.m chrissy chrissy's ready it's almost two years almost two years consistently like the only times we have missed were vacations or conferences conferences. and then we feel naked It feels very weird. Very weird. (laughs) Very naked. Very weird. And I don't like it. So you're stuck with me one way or another. And then a very important part of our love story is we've started collaborating. In addition to this podcast, we've started collaborating with offering different programs and services for people because we came to the realization of you're the visibility queen, which is all about social media, getting people more visible. I'm really helping people with their sales. They need, like, they need both. They definitely need both. They need both. You can't throw a post
0: up on social media and just wait for the sale. It's never going to happen.
1: It's hope marketing. And the same is true. Like, if I'm coaching somebody on sales, but they're not showing up on social media, they're not going to get the sales that they want. So this podcast is really a testament and a way for you to take more action. And we're going to have guest experts on because we are not, we are not experts at sex. Uh, We are not (laughs) expert on mindset. So really when it comes to the sex portion, that's not just in the bedroom. That's really feeling sexy and confident Mm -hmm. and feeling powerful. So it's really going to take on even a different meaning than maybe you're thinking. And then the same is true about sucking (laughs) it's all about your mindset and we were even as we were like doodling for the title we're like okay when you have social media and your social media is popping sales start to spike and then when your sales are spiking you feel more excited and sexy to actually like do things and then your mindset is in a great spot because everything is working so when we can mash all of these together and this like beautiful sparkly box for you, then we can actually do business on purpose and have success on purpose. How does that sound? I love it. I'm excited. So (laughs) so we thought before we bring on experts and have guests on here, we really wanted to get comfy with you. And so we want to get to know you and we want you to get to know us. So we're going to interview each other and give you a little bit of value as well. Yay! Do you have any questions for me? Put me in the hot seat.
0: <laughs> what? Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. Okay. So, what was, and I don't, I don't know that you really talked about NC4K in your intro, but Nelly um, started an amazing nonprofit at the age of 16. So I'm going to brag on her just a little bit. But what was the turning point for you? leaving NC4K and becoming, like, the best coach ever.
1: Aw. I didn't pay her to say that.
0: <laughs> she didn't. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Um, I think for me, I was at a point in my leadership position where I just felt this calling to do something different. At that point, it had already been 10 years in that position. And just like you do in no other jobs, I was just feeling like, I think it's time. I've given this organization everything that I've got And I think it's one from a personal standpoint and a professional standpoint, I would love to see someone else in the driver's seat to see what they can do with it. Like, I feel like I took it to the level that I felt like I could do in the season of life that I've been in. And then equally, I was visualizing our family and I just felt like, I don't know if this exactly aligns with the lifestyle I want for my family. So it was definitely both professionally and personally. And I just felt ready. And then that's when I started planning retreats and got the bug for coaching and just helping other people succeed. It feels good.
0: Would you have made the move had you not gotten pregnant? Were you already planning on making? Already planning. Okay. Yeah. So
1: already planning. We didn't announce it to the public until, until I was really far along in my pregnancy, but it, there was so much happening behind the scenes, even prior to that. I would say all in all, it was like a year and a half transition. So, and only obviously nine months of that was pregnancy. So yes, it was definitely very planned. So before
0: you started coaching, I don't know if I'm. you want me to just keep asking questions. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then I'll ask you some questions. Okay. So
1: before you started coaching, did you have a coach? I've always been in leadership retreats. I've always gone to seminars. I've done programs. I've before that point, I never had had a one-on-one coach, if that makes sense. I had mentors, but not like I am now, if that makes sense. Right. And now you have a coach. Yeah. You've probably had multiple coaches. I have multiple, (laughs) multiple (laughs) and very uncomfortable. (laughs) And I think that's so important though, because I am in programs. I am working on getting in a mastermind. I have one-on-one attention. I have contractors that I work with. Like we've got to create this awesome support system for us. We can't be successful on our own. And it's scary as hell to invest in yourself. I know you, so I'm going to switch and make you in the hot seat now. Mm -hmm. I know you have really leveled up your game and invested a ton in yourself, not only with me, but other programs and a mastermind, So talk to me about what you feel like it has taken from you. This is more of a mindset question, but what do you feel like it's taken from you to be at least enough comfortable to do that? Because it's scary as hell.
0: Well, I, it's crazy because, um, I had my best month ever and that kind of pushed me over the edge. You know, I was talking about it for like six months before I said yes. Um, And then I had an interview and got accepted. And then, best month ever, I knew it was going to push me forward in my business. You know, and I think, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Because I went to college, but I don't have a degree, right? It just did not work for me. But, like, this is a way to invest in myself and also have my own kind of sorority, even though there are a few guys in there, too. But mostly the girls are the ones that I talk to (laughs) and I've built relationships with. But I just knew, like, it was the right time when I had that best month ever. The crazy thing is the next month was my worst month ever. Mm. And it was all mindset. It was because, you know, my kids struggling in college, um, all of those things. And then I just let it compound and lost clients. And it just, everything came from my mindset. Um, The month after that wasn't any better financially but my mindset was better and it felt better, which is so crazy. The money wasn't any different, but my mind was. Um, So I totally think it was totally a mindset thing, even though um, you can say money played a huge part in it, because obviously when you see the bottom line and you see the income coming in, you feel like you're more comfortable to say yes. But even on the bad, you know, the, the worst months, I still, you know, maybe didn't go to Starbucks as much or something, you know. I still made it work. Um, yeah. So I feel like it was a combination of money and mindset that really had me say yes to that.
1: Well, and I know so much good has come from that that it's truly priceless for you. Yes. And so I think when we can get to the point where we're like, I'm just going to fucking do it, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be amazing. And I know I believe in myself because. Business and life is never going to be just level. It's always going to have. It's all we're on this roller coaster. The entrepreneur roller coaster book. Uh, have you listened to that ever? Darren Hardy. Yes, I've not. I read it. Okay, so I listened to that when I was a new entrepreneur, and I just remember being like, "Yes!" Like, it's again mindset of like, okay, yeah. when you're in a low, maybe as you're listening, it's like business is not going well and that's okay because you have the power to get back up and to go back up the roller coaster but it's going to happen we're gonna have high highs and we're gonna have low lows and if we know it we can just play the game better
0: right and it's so funny because when i used to work my nine to five i never wanted a job that you got paid like an hourly rate i wanted commission because i always felt like i was in control of it and so truly being an entrepreneur i am 100 percent in control of the income I bring in and my mindset for that matter. It's and your how time. Much, right. And how much am I going to pour into myself so that I can pour into others? And I feel like it's a true reflection of how much I put into myself on how much I can serve my clients.
1: Yes. And I I heard on another podcast a couple of weeks ago, and she said she's from uh, Jill from Screw the 9 to 5, but she said experts invest in themselves. If you look at all the super successful experts online, brick and mortars, motivational speakers, actresses, actors, they all invest in themselves. And I'm sure they're investing at a higher level now, but at one point they weren't that expert and they had to start small. And so I think if anything, we've got to take care of that. That's our oxygen for our life and our business is to keep investing in ourselves and not just like self-care things. Those are great, but like truly what's going to move the needle forward for you in your life and your business? right so you're a mom and working from home most of the time yes how do you juggle your schedule i feel like that's the hottest question i get from clients and friends and people on social so how do you juggle it all
0: well it's a little easier now because my youngest is 13 Um, but when she was younger she's always been in school since I've been an entrepreneur. So I guess that makes it a little bit easier, but you know, they still need you more. Um, I probably didn't work as much as I do now. Um, but now I juggle it because she just becomes a part of my business. Like she helps me do things. She can, she can turn up, piece of paper into a PDF and put it on Google Drive for me in a heartbeat. Like, so all my client notes are in Google Drive, you know, categorized. Um, She can make graphics. Um, So there's so many things that I just include her in, you know, and I've just learned, you know, because she has obviously sports activities. um, So I just learned to take it on the go. Like I always have my
1: laptop on the go. So well, I think a lot of times moms can feel guilty about that, like, oh, I don't want to, my kids to see my laptop open or my phone in my hand. And I think there is definitely a balance because they want, they crave our quali- like, quality time with us. However, I don't think it's realistic for them not to see it because you're showing them that you're a hardworking woman, and just even them seeing that, I feel like, is so powerful for them. And technology isn't going going anywhere, right? It's only, it's getting included in schools now too. Mm -hmm. So I think if they see like, oh my gosh, my mom's able to, you know, take her laptop and make money and be at cheer with me, it's huge. Right. And I think it's made...
0: Ava is a very thankful, appreciative kid. Like, when I buy her something, like, if we go to Target and I buy her something for $5, like, for real, all the way in the car, mom, thank you, thank you. It's almost like it makes me feel uncomfortable because she keeps telling me she's so thankful. But she's seen me, you know, and I was telling somebody about this the other day, but she's seen me work hard for that, right? She knows that I'm putting in the time to buy her that item or whatever it is. So, you know, I just thought about that the other day. It's just so special that she sees the hard work I'm putting in and, you know, Kids don't do what you say. They do what they see you do. And I'm okay with her modeling what she's seeing me do.
1: And you're teaching her such valuable skills. Like, and I know she's even wanted to come to some of the conferences with you, which (laughs) I love. I'm like, oh my gosh, Emma, please want to come with me. Like I would like, that would literally be such a cool full circle moment. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like when she graduates, like, do you think she would want to work with you or has that ever gotten brought up?
0: Right now, she still loves hanging out with me. Okay. Like, I am her, probably her favorite person to hang out with, which I love. She's 13. I don't know how much longer this is going to last. So I'm going to soak it up and enjoy it. But yet, right now, she would 100% say yes. She would work. For, she okay. wants to work for me. She would love if I pulled her out of school. Like, for <laughs> I real. she would. She would love to not have to go to school <laughs> and work with mom. I'm, like,
1: sur- I'm surprised she hasn't proposed, like, online schools so she can stay in your her, your office.
0: Oh, she probably she totally would. She totally would. Um, and that's what we talk about even with cheer, like, missing school. She's like, well, if I, you know, did homeschooling... I'm like, we would kill each other, girl. I love you so much.
1: <laughs> we need some space. We need healthy boundaries, Ava. So let's take it to social media. I want to make sure you know that we cover our bases here so we can give um, our audience some really tangible takeaways, some action items. So when it comes to social media, what should we be doing? Like, Give us some action items. What should we be doing right now that we could do before we go to sleep tonight? get visible how facebook lives facebook lives stories
0: i don't care how you show up i think video is like the best way to show up right now it shows your personality it's going to give people a glimpse of what's going on behind the scenes if you do stories and even if you mess up on facebook live it's okay right Mm -hmm. it just shows people that you're real um you're getting visible and you're showing them you're also a real person and that you're not perfect. And I think when people can relate with us when it comes to things like that, um, it just, you know, being able to relate with us just just solidifies that future relationship, right? Because they're gonna remember things that we did or we said, they don't always remember a graphic that they saw on um, our page or a quote.
1: Yes. Well, and I'm going to brag about you for a second. So we were on a strategy call for me the last week for my business with Chrissy. So if you need strategy calls, she does them for social media. They're amazing. And what we talked about was our strategy. I hope that this is okay that I can share it. So (laughs) our strategy is do my videos on my business page which I I know a lot of times we can get scared to do that because we're like, oh, I don't have a lot of likes on there yet. I don't get a lot of engagement. So it's vanity, right? We want to see that high number of comments and high um, number of likes. However, if we can do it there and then do a watch party on our personal page, then we're going to be able to retarget all of those people that are watching even for seven seconds. Yes? Yes. So work smarter, not harder. And let's make sure that we can keep tracking all those people, all those leads. This is me putting my sales queen hat on. (laughs) Like, let's not make your lead generation strategy harder. Let's make it easier by starting on your business page, even no matter how many likes you have, and then doing a watch party. And what was the percentage? It was 800 percent. If you do a watch party, people are 800 percent more likely
0: to actually comment.
1: Do you know why that is?
0: I think because they're watching it with other people. They know that, you know, everybody's watching it together, right? Because if you've ever seen those notifications come up, like such and such is hosting a watch party, you're invited to the watch party. Um, I think it just makes people look. Like, even if they don't stay on. Right. We don't need them to stay on. Right. It's just like email. I don't care if they delete my email. They still have to see my name to delete it. So it doesn't matter to me. So.
1: I feel like that's visibility 101. It totally is. It doesn't need to be. They don't need it. Like you said, they don't need to read the whole email. They don't need to watch the whole video. They just need to see your name or face Mm -hmm. or both. Yeah.
0: For recognition for that eight to 12 times for them to like know and trust you so that eventually you can get them to the purchase. So
1: yes. So good. So do a video, a Facebook live on your business Facebook page. And then there's a little button that says start a watch party and you're going to do that watch party on your personal page. And I did notice it does a... Horizontal watch party. Mm-hmm. So we should do a horizontal Facebook Live.
0: You can. Either way, it doesn't matter.
1: Okay. I just didn't want our faces to be cut off. It's, or
0: it's, does it, it probably cuts off the sides. Oh, it's clear. probably just black on okay. the sides. Yeah. Okay, so good. it's fine either way um, because vertical converts better because you're right in their face. Okay. So, so we could still
1: do vertical. You could still do vertical. Absolutely. Okay.
0: Absolutely. And you know, even if you're thinking, I'm not going to do ads, you might do them in six months. And you can create a video views audience for up to the past year. So why would you miss out on that opportunity?
1: So silly not to. And even if you do a dollar a day, five dollars a day, it really, we do need to pay to play. I like to look at it. What I talk to my clients about is it, think of it as rent, right? Like typically when you have a brick and mortar, obviously you have to pay rent. The same is true about an online space. This is the way you're paying for rent to get foot traffic to you. Exactly.
0: And there's so much competition and, you know, everybody complains about the algorithm. Just help yourself out. I mean, $5 a day is what? 150 bucks.
1: Yeah. It's a month. Super low.
0: Yeah. You would not get in a print advertisement for that amount of money and you wouldn't see, you wouldn't get in front of that many people either.
1: Billboards alone are upwards of $5,000 when I've looked at them right. and I'm just like, holy smokes, that's a lot. Yeah. And there's no way to click. Like there's no, like you're just driving and you may see it. And you may think to go and check that out later, but there's no action right there. So it's totally huge. Okay. So we're doing watch parties. Let's talk about sales. So for sales, my biggest thing that I want you to focus on is we need a daily quota. We are motivated by numbers, whether we think we are or not. And so what I like to do is think about what you want to make for the year. Break that down into 12 months and then break that into per week and then daily. This is what I do in the sales queen program. And so what is really helpful, and we can start to take out things that are reoccurring. So if you already know you have reoccurring revenue through subscriptions or one-on-one clients and you feel pretty good about like that's your baseline, you could even take that out and it's like, okay, what new revenue do I want coming in? And then that way when you wake up and you start working your business, you have a target. We need a target Mm, yes, or we're just going to be like looking around. And the goal, the cool thing about this is sales do take a while to cultivate. So it's not necessarily about hitting the quota every single day, but it's the effort of racing towards the target that matters. Exactly. If you work out every single day, you're going to see results. You may not see the six pack abs that day, but you're going to see some strength over the course of, a week, two weeks, three weeks, five months. Yes. And I, I think you are the one who told me this. I don't
0: know if you learned it from somewhere else, but like what you do in that 90 days is going to see a, you know, you're going to see it the next 90 days. Yes. So you can always tell like how much effort did I put in the last 90 days because it's going to show.
1: When I love being an entrepreneur, because if you're not happy where you're at financially, let's fucking do something about it. Like, get angry, get upset. Like let's, let's get some offers. Let's get some programs. Let's get, you know, some traction for you. And I think the best way to convert sales is to ask for them. People are waiting for you to ask. Yes. And if you truly believe in what you do and you know that it can help people, why are you not asking? And I think it's important to like, cause my and one of the things
0: we hear, even in our free group, that people don't want to be salesy. and there's such a unique way of not being salesy, especially if you've already built that relationship.
1: Well, and I think it's way better to be transparent than to hide it, right? Because there are, there is, you know, this stigma for online businesses, MLMs, whatever it may be. It's there, but I feel like it's there because people pretend, they hide. And that's not entrepreneurship. Like when you're at a networking event, you're going around building relationships because you want to help each other, right? Right. Even if it's not an actual sale, we want to refer people, we want to promote people. So when we're at a networking event, we have that mindset. And then we get so weird on social media with cut and paste messages. With cut and paste messages. And. (laughs) (laughs) pretending like, Hey girl, how are you? When do you really mean that? Like, do you really care? If you care, it's different, but if you don't, then don't do it. Right. And so I think, I think consumers can really read into that. And so we've got to be careful of let's be authentic. Let's be transparent and know that it's okay to have a business and still care. Like that's okay. That's good business. that's good business and brick and mortar businesses are not calling you up like, I am so sorry that your dog passed away. Like, how are you doing? Exactly. Brick and mortar businesses aren't doing that. So they have a product they're selling. They don't give zero Fs about your life or anything like that. So it is good business. It's okay to care and feel genuine about it and still have a sale people don't buy products or services. They buy relationship stories and magic. Exactly. Ooh, we need to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds really good. So I I feel like we're getting fired up here, but it's really because we care. And it starts with your social media so that we can get the sales. So that you can feel confident and sexy and happy and have the right mindset. And we need them all. And you don't suck. And you do not suck. And I really believe when you... Can know when you feel so grounded in what you do and who you are, it's very attractive. It doesn't mean that you're not sucking at like what you're doing. Every first podcast that you do, every first speaking engagement, every time you like the first time you ask for a sale, it's going to like we're new to this. Mm -hmm. So be okay with sucking at it. But do it anyways. So and that means
0: our next podcasts are going to be even better.
1: Even better. And that's why we're like, let's, let's get in here. Let's get to know each other. So we want to get to know you. So reach out to us on social media. Let us know what you're taking away from this. We want to see your watch parties happening and you yes. going in for the sale. People are waiting for you to ask. They want to feel invited to the party. So invite them to your party. And we cannot wait to get to know you even more and bring on some fucking amazing guest experts to give you so much value. Yay. All right. Until next time. Thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Game over. Ready, set, Ah! go. Oh Oh, my gosh. Oh, so good.
0: Are you satisfied?
1: I am so satisfied.
0: That was amazing. Like the release
1: I felt was so good. Like, Screaming at the top of my lungs, amazing. Did you think it was amazing? That's the question. Yes, you listening, if you loved this episode, we would so greatly appreciate a review and to
0: share it on social media with hashtag S-M-S-S-W-Y-D-S. And that stands for social media sales, sex,
1: and why you don't suck. Because you don't. You do not suck at all. You are thebomb.com and we are so grateful for you.
0: Keep listening and share this episode.
1: Until next time.